Mike Tyson. Yeah. Tyson. Yeah. I'm Mike Tyson. Yeah. Tyson. We probably break. Wow. Yeah, it's ludicrous. Hello, this is another episode of Hotboxing. I'm Mike Tyson. I'm Sebastian Joseph Day. And we have a very, very interesting, interesting um, artist today. Artist? Yeah, you know artist. Call me that. Artist on the tennis court? (laughs) Yeah. Nick Kyrgios. The artist is an artist. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I love it. Thanks for being. Thanks for having me. Hey, listen, I wanted to tell you this. My family loves you. We can't wait till you play. And why do you think people call you strange? Well, I guess you know, playing tennis is a pretty, you know, most of the players are from Europe and they're white. So I was straight from the get-go, I was, you know, sticking out a fair bit in that sport. But in Australia, I played it since I was seven years old and, and that's all I've known ever since pretty much. And, you know, some of my behaviours on court and, you know, this is the way I go about things. I guess it's a lot different to how a lot of other tennis players go about it. So I think that's why all the smash rackets and... and yeah, that that's too. cool too, but the shoes, man... Did you know that Bassy went to the audience and got some sneakers to play? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I also heard that, didn't I? I hear that you walked on, like, the tennis court with no shoes or something like that? No, I usually walk on the court with Jordan 1s. Like, it's just like a routine I've had for a long, long time. Uh-huh. And then one game, I just forgot my shoes in the locker room. Yeah, and then, like, one of my teammates had to, or team members had to go and get them. But, yeah, I've done a couple crazy things like that, yeah. How does it feel to be known or compared to, like, the Dennis Rodman of tennis? How do you feel about that? Oh, it's that? cool. I reckon it's cool, yeah. Like, I kind of feel like like my athletes that I like, like Alan Iverson, you know, Dennis Rodman, guys like that who kind of did it their way. I mm. feel like, you know, you look at some other tennis players like Roger Federer, Djokovic, Nadal, they kind of all had, you know, they're very super professional. You know, they've done it, you know, kind of the, the really professional way. But, you know, the way I did it was just, I just had fun with it um, and, you know, I didn't really listen to anyone and, and I've, I've beaten all these guys. So I feel like I've had some wild moments as well and sure. I've had some huge fines. and um, Yeah, the fines would got me. That straightened me out. Yeah, the, fi- the, fi- the fines, yeah. I've nearly had all, like $500,000 worth of fines. But um, it goes to charity though. Um, so it's yeah, like, it does. Same yeah, with us. Same my mine's went right in those guys to commissioner's pocket. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Hell yeah, I ain't going to dad. What? Three million, six million bucks to go go to some goddamn charity? You think you got all they ripped my asshole out with fines? <laughs> well, that's what they're telling me. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe they're lying to me too. They told me the same thing. Um, yeah, I just thought of their charity. Just did it my way, so I guess that's why. You know, I like. I don't mind that Dennis Rodman. I like that. Yeah. What are some of the struggles of playing tennis and it being predominantly white, and obviously you being of color? Um, yeah, it's, I've dealt with a fair bit of that in my career for sure. Like people screaming out, you know, racist comments. Anybody ever called you? Yeah, I mean, I, I've copped that a couple of times, yeah. yeah. But I mean, look, yeah. I don't, I don't care. You know, a lot of my friends back home are colored and, you know, I, I, I almost, I almost fit into that culture a bit better, to be honest. I feel more accepted and, um, yeah, look, uh, I've dealt with a fair bit of it. You know, Australia's pretty bad with that type of stuff anyway, but I don't really care. Tell us about your parents. Your mom's and your pop. Um, my mom and my dad would freak out if they knew I was doing this. I haven't even told them. But, yeah, um, yeah no, they're, they're both in – they're still living in Canberra in Australia and they're just they, – they're getting a bit older now, but they can't travel as much. But they were just – they're basically the, the ultimate support crew. They've just supported me the whole time. 
Mm. Are you the oldest? Youngest. 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 Got yeah. two older siblings. Yeah. One. One's actually here at the moment. She didn't come. I don't know why. But that would. Yeah. yeah. So what made you want to play tennis? Didn't want to at all. Yeah. Wow. Um, I I played basketball when I was young, um, and then at fourteen, my dad kind of just. I was shooting hoops. I remember it. he just came outside and he's like, "Look, we're gonna stop playing basketball and we're just gonna put all of our eggs in the basket of tennis." And that's it. Broke my heart. <laughs> Broke my heart. So the furthest you ever came was finals, huh? Finals of Wimbledon, yeah. Yeah. It was close. It was close. Right there. Yeah. Tough, bro. You ever met the queen? I haven't met the queen. I played in front of the whole royal box. Yeah. um, And I was swearing my nuts off. And then I saw little photos of, was it William? The the young one? Yeah, he was making faces and stuff. He was like, this guy's wild. But yeah, it was crazy. It was a good while. Yeah, it's good Not wild. a it's bad while. Yeah. A good while. Yeah. I was saying, like, um, this is what um, this is what tennis should be like. People giving their opinion, giving their energy out. Instead of being like the queen's rule, everybody's polite. All right. Oh, that's sorry. The ball went in. I'm sorry I scored the point on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like it's, a it's, drop shot or something, right? Oh, you got to say, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, when it hits the net tape, yeah. That's bullshit. I'm sorry because I scored. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't agree with all the tennis rules, but you have to, unfortunately, I guess. Well, you don't have to, but most people do. So tell me, is that like boxing? Is it like a mob? Do like run I mean, shit, everything they say go, no one can ever um, protest them? Yeah, you can't, you can't really. Yeah. It's crazy. But I mean, look, like tennis, you know, pretty similar to boxing is a one-on-one aspect. No contact, obviously, but it's there's a lot of similarities. But yeah, we can't can't do anything to the authorities or anything. No. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, do it like you become the champion and then don't care. Yeah, you can't care. You can't care because if you care, no one's gonna care about you. Mm-hmm. They want to. They um people really never say it openly, but they, normally they root for the bad guy. Mm. You know, fighting against establishments and all that shit. Yeah. Have the balls they don't have. You know, that's what they told me. You know, they would never do that. They would never say the things I said. They would never a bit somebody here on television. I, say, I don't know, I miss that kind of guy. I was on medication all my life. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, once I started boxing, I turned professional. I stopped smoking weed. Mm-hmm. And I just drank all my career. My whole career, I drank. I only smoked weed on one fight. But my whole career, I drank. That was kind of your advice to like to deal with stuff. No, that's what I believe because I saw all the other fighters and athletes do it after fights, after games. Everybody yeah. got drunk. It was like normal. Had a bunch of girls. Always had orgies and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was normal. Yeah, I just thought that was normal. Yeah, it went down a rabbit hole. Feel that? Yeah. How's your recovery process going? Yeah, it's. Well, I had a lateral meniscus surgery ended last year. Uh, was, I had that too. Yeah, so it was it was hard because I I had one of the best seasons last year in the in the in the world, and I was getting ready to play Australian Open, and then I kind of just had to. I was feeling some pain in my knee, and it was like there was a lot of fluid like on the outside of my leg, so I knew something was going on, and then mm-hmm. I had to get surgery. So I've kind of been recovering from that ever since. And then obviously, when you come back from one injury, kind of leads to another. For sure, my wrist kind of played up, and so. You know what it's like as an athlete. You just you got to take it as it comes, and just <clears throat> I don't know, just try and get right. And I'm going to take my time. You know, I've been on the tour now for like ten years, so mm. I'm not going to rush back into anything without feeling, you know, at least sixty, seventy percent. When is the last time we felt a hundred percent? Sure, no, hundred percent. How does advertisement feel about you? Do you have people sponsoring you? Yeah, I mean, I've got 
you know, a lot of, I guess, endorsements and stuff. Yeah. But the tennis, it ha- that hasn't always been easy, to be honest, because they, they painted me as like, like a fucking villain for like, for a long time <laughs> of my career when really I was like smashing a racket or like I could play like a four hour match and the match would be so high quality. And then for five seconds, I broke a racket. That's all they would focus on. So it was super hard for a long part of my career to try and get deals. And, you know, people were like, this guy's too volatile. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm swearing. That's all I'm doing and stuff like that. So, but now it's, it's, I feel like I'm definitely more embraced. Like, as you said, like now I feel like they're actually rooting for me to do well. Mm. A lot of people, I feel that a lot when I'm playing now, especially last year at Wimbledon. Like obviously Djokovic was the favorite, but I could feel that everyone kind of wanted me to, you know, especially me winning at Wimbledon would have been the biggest fuck you to any sort of a stuff. That would have been epic. Yeah. You would have got all those endorsements. Then. Yeah. But listen, don't feel, um, never feel discouraged because of it. Because I, oh, when I was fighting, they wouldn't touch me with a million foot pole. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, this, this, that. Yeah. I got a fucking, what is this that we got a podcast? We got a fucking podcast. <laughs> podcast. Mike, I like that necklace. Can we talk about it a little bit? Oh, I've never necklace? seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain this necklace to us? I'm, um, for people who don't know it, I'm the ganja god. I'm the <laughs> highest selling weed um, product in the world. And um, just like I was champion of the world in boxing, I'm champion of the world in this now. Mm. So um, somebody, I guess, um, you know, not guess, but definitely gave this to me yesterday when I was at Stars. Uh-huh. It's like a cannabis convention. Oh, wow. And I was there and someone gave me this. I like yeah. it. I like it. Thank I love you. It. You rocking it. Swaggy right now. I'm Look very proud of it. Should be. Imagine, all, listen, you know how many people went to prison for the shit? And now I'm getting what? I don't even want to tell you how much I'm getting because you're going to say, no, nah, <laughs> bullshit. But um, it's just a joke yeah. off on the government or whatever. Whoever said it was illegal is a joke. Mm-hmm. Just a joke. And so a guy like me is getting paid for all this stuff that people still in jail for. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Nick, you brought it to my attention about right now taking your time to come back. When do you guys have an off season? Because I have off season from February to I'd say end of July. Mm. Do you guys have that or like how's that work? Yeah, tennis is crazy like that. We basically travel to a new country every week. Some um, bucks and no off season. Yeah, no so off-season. no off season. You play all year round. Like if a if a tennis player plays their full schedule, uh-huh. it's like you get maybe a month off if that for the end of the year to just get your body right get your mind right and then Australian Open's just like the start of the year that's the big one so yeah it's the hardest thing people don't understand like you're traveling to new time zones new food like sometimes you're in Asia to Europe to America it's like it's crazy you never like have a solid time when you're going to play it's like a lot of you know variables to to being a good tennis player you got to be adaptable that's for sure 100%. pretty wild you have to have a tight team as well right? yeah definitely Definitely. I've had the same team now for almost yeah, eight, nine years. I've barely changed it. And, yeah, it's that's the key. You want to keep and people when, And when your guys don't, pay, don't play, you still get paid, though, right? Yeah, well, season. yeah, if, it depends. If you get hurt if you get hurt playing football, you get paid. You'll get paid your salary. But if you get hurt outside of football, like training or whatnot, yeah. then the team could do what they want to do. They that's don't crazy. have to pay you, yeah. Yeah, that's also a thing about tennis, too, is, like, nothing's guaranteed. Like, if you're not winning, you're not making any money. Only exactly. for like, you're not playing. Because there's, no, there's no contract. Yeah. Technically. So, like, obviously endorsements and stuff, yeah, and appearances and stuff. But, yeah, if you're not, like, yeah, like winning, uh-huh. it's crazy. Nuts. Mike, 
did you experience the same thing with boxing? Like you had no off season, right? You can't really give. No, your- you don't fight. You don't get paid. Yeah, your off season when you're not fighting, and that's when you're not getting paid. So you can't afford to have an off season unless you got a big hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got forty, thirty million dollars. You get, hey man, I chill for a year, but I never did that. I just kept going. <laughs> yeah, you had fifteen fights in one year. No offside. Not you were doing your best tennis. Tennis fights. Never. Yeah, fifteen. 15 one year fights. That's. A- that's almost as many football games I play in a season. Really? <laughs> that's, a, that's insane. We play 17 games a season. Well, we used I to play 16. You, when you want to be the best, you got to keep doing it, what you want to be the best at. Every day, every day, every day, every mm. day, every day. Crazy. Yeah. 15 farts. Nick, so did you watch the French Open? I don't watch too much tennis, in when I'm, especially when I'm injured. It's hard. I mm-hmm. feel like... You know, you're kind of missing being out there and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I don't follow. I don't follow tennis too much. Like mm-hmm. as I said, I'm a massive. That's what my family does. Watch tennis. Watch, they watch tennis more than boxing. We watch tennis. That's crazy. We don't even watch boxing that much. Yeah, we, we dedicate our whole life to our daughter. We moved out here because of my daughter. I mean, Florida. Yep. We were living in Vegas, and we had to move to Florida because our daughter wanted to be tennis. a pro. Yeah. yeah, no, that's good. I mean, that's the thing. Tennis is like. It's really demanding because like equipment costs money. Like you break strings, so you got to pay for restring. So like you got to put, you got to. Yeah, you have to have um, yeah. resource. It yeah. has to be a family um, outlet. The whole family has to be involved. Yeah, really? yeah that's the same. That's crazy, the same with me right? too. The whole family, in order for in order for it to be successful or even close to successful, the whole family has to be involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I just, I'm obsessed with the NBA. Like, yeah. I can't stop watching it. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait for the season. I'm a Boston fan, and last couple years have been tough. Oh, man. Tough. I thought they traded uh, Smart. Yeah, Marcus Smart. Yeah. Crazy. I was not expecting that. I kind of like it, though. You like it? Yeah, we've got to go a different path. I know he's going to be watching this, but I love him, but nah. He's, it's, we got to, we had to go a different Who path. you want? Who you want? Who, you want? Who do you want? No, I like, I like our squad now. Tatum and Brown are the best duo in the league. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've, I'm, I'm ready for them. You, you follow NBA? Or you uh, yeah, I do follow NBA. I was, I was kind of sad that I didn't see the Heat win. I was kind of rooting for the Heat. Man, you guys Jimmy should have been around the age when Magic was playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy, you couldn't even believe what was going on. It was just beautiful. Yeah, Magic Johnson's crazy. He was in my first email address. Yeah, God damn, he's great. But no, I definitely wanted the Heat to win. I, I was riding the Jimmy Butler train because you he's, know he's good. Though. He reminds me Jimmy Butler brings a type of grit that football players have yeah. to the game of basketball that I really enjoy. That's why I was kind of rooting for. That's why I was rooting for them. Yeah. But you know, Jokic is a beast. I mean, right. He's crazy. He's nuts. Joker's nuts. I he's mean. crazy. Yeah. And hey, let's talk about football. Your motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> how do you guys survive? What do you mean? How we survive? The, the concussion, the crashes, the I mean, legs. I mean, they've done a, such a great job nowadays to stop the big hits. Yeah. You know, you can't be tackling with your the crown of your head. Um, when you hit the QB, you can't hit the QB below below the knees. You can't hit him too high as well. So th- I think they've done a real good job with that. I mean, the body does get beat up, but just like anything, you I have think, a team um, to recover. I think protection has become... Um, um, let me say it become paramount pretty much in today's standard. 
No, for sure. All the protection for the fighters, the football players. Mm-hmm. You don't see many fighters getting hurt and dying now like mm-hmm. you used to a football player. Mm-hmm. Though it just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, I remember Steve Young was saying he lived um, ten minutes away from the, um, the football stadium and it took him two hours to get home. Sometimes just riding around the stadium, riding around. Yeah. That and also mental health, I feel like the big thing nowadays. Every uh, athlete should have mental health. Yeah. If you're an athlete, top class athlete, and you don't have mental health, you're not a top class athlete. Mm. Mm. Nobody with a sound, perfect mind can do this shit. Yeah. They'll lose it. Mm-hmm. So it's al- it already has to be lost in a certain perspective. I agree. You know, sure. you see these athletes, some of these athletes killing themselves, they can't handle it. Yeah. No, it's stress on the brain. It yeah. is. Bouncing everything out. It's it's hard for sure, Nick. How do you how do you find ways to balance it all out, especially right now with you recovering and all that stuff? Um, well, I, I love playing like video games. Like yeah. I play my Nintendo pretty much all day. What um, do you play? I like I'm obsessed with Pokemon. It's like my favorite game. Pokemon, yeah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pokemon, the '80s, right? Yeah, so I mean, like I I love playing that, but I just I'm actually getting some more tattoos whilst I'm here as well. Like yeah, I kind of just they're try. good here. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, but I just train. I'm, I'm, I'm still in the gym and you know doing all the right things, um, yeah. treatment. But that's, it's hard because when you're injured and you feel like you can, your mind can easily stray. You know, like sure. going out and all that type of stuff. But I'm trying to keep my head down and just trying to, you know, be able to just get back as soon as possible because I do miss playing and especially being so close to winning last year, like a Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm right You're gonna there. Gonna get it one day. We're all I hope waiting so. for that. We're all, no, it's definitely no hope it's going to happen. Everything, I hope so. I learned this in life. Whatever you think about yourself, you are. If you think you're bad, you're bad. If you think you're good, you're good. Mm. You're both right, too. True. That's what you believe. Yep. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, man, so it's who's, your best, who's your best play you ever played against? Um, it's a hard one because when I came onto the scene, I beat Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic for the first time. Like, I played either one of them. Mm-hmm. And then I've played them all multiple times now. But I don't know. I think the thing about, I don't know, this is maybe a boxing thing too, but tennis, like, styles make fights. As in, yeah, like, styles make fights. So, like, I was, like, I arched up really well against Nadal, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had most success against him. But I think Federer, Federer could make you feel really shit. Like, <laughs> he was, like, the way he – and no matter where you played him in the world, like, he was the fan favorite, like – Play him in Europe, America, Australia. Everyone wanted Federer to win all the time. Yeah. Like, and um, so I think Federer for me was probably the hardest to play. Like Novak's, I think the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. But for me, Federer was the hardest. I just thought something about him was, yeah, he took it like he was really aggressive. He didn't give you much room to breathe. Mm. So, yeah. But awesome. yeah, but Nadal, like yeah, my style, like aggressive baseline, it matched up well against Nadal. So he still was, he still beat me like a lot of times. No, for sure. Yeah. 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 Who do you think? So you think, um, so Novak is the best you think ever, yeah? I think he's the best ever, like 23 Grand Slams. That's, and I think he's still got a couple more in him as well. It's Three's crazy. Insane. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves enough. You know what I mean, like to do it for, he's almost been on tour for nearly 20 years as well. Like the longevity. I think, I think the most important thing too, what you're talking about is just health. Because mm. you guys don't have, like you said, you don't have an off season. That's insane. Yeah, that's why you said it before, like a team, like having like a physio travel with you, making sure you're getting some gym work in. Like mm-hmm. it's hard because some days like a tennis match can go for five hours. Like I've played matches that are almost five hours and like physically you feel all right, but mentally 
you, you're so drained and then you have to do it again seven times to win a Grand Slam. It's almost like it's one of the most impossible things to do. <laughs> what would your walkout song be if you could choose one? Oh, I mean, like, look, I love, like, J. Cole's. I love, like, anything like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, but, yeah. That's I've, hard. For yeah. years, I've gone to, like, you know, like, tournament organizers and been like, let's, like, customize the game a little bit. For like, sure. That's, because the thing about tennis, tennis has a lot of fans, but not fans from other sports. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. I believe y'all should be nothing race, race, um, racial, but y'all should be able to be, be able to beef between one. Yeah, another. like it's that was wrong. You know, no, it wasn't. Look at it. You guys should be. Decent. Yeah, it would be good. Oh, she said, "Yo, that's so lucky." Yeah, I talk shit. Yeah, that's like, what oh, makes sorry. everything yeah. good. Talking shit. Like I, my vision was to try and bring a lot of other fans from other sports to tennis. Like sure. early on, like I did a shoe collaboration with Kyrie. Like I was trying to bridge the gap between like sure. tennis and basketball, and then like gonna work because they got fucking friends and shit. They get hurt, they get tap out and shit. Yeah, you, know, you gotta play the whole. You know, you decide whether you're gonna play the game or not and fighting and tennis. Yeah, you know, you decide. I'm gonna go back out there. Not many people are gonna do that because it won't make sense. Like, Play and get paid. Hey, boom, tap out, bring that guy in. I play next game. Yeah. We can't do that. Yeah. Do you feel like you, do you feel like you have pressure on you because you're trying to revolutionize the game? Do you feel any pressure with that? Or do you feel any pressure for the fact that there are so many kids that probably look at look at you that mm. look like you or mm. they don't look like you. They look different than the majority of the tennis players. Do you feel any of that pressure at all? Um I guess I did a little bit, but now, I mean, like, for instance, on social media, like, I have, you know, one of the largest followings outside of the, the you know, the big three. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I definitely feel like that's been a big driver for me was I realized how many kids actually were looking up to me. And mm-hmm. I'm just relatable. Like, I'm, I'm like a normal guy who makes normal issues. You know, mm-hmm. I've had moments where, you know, was, was drinking too much. Like, I feel like I had really relatable problems where I feel like the following – I feel that now. Like wherever yeah. I go, I know I'm playing for a lot of people. For sure. Which is which is cool because like, you know, Federer and Adol Djokovic, like they're like, they're not reachable for a lot of people. You know, they look at them, they're like, these guys are not, you know, they're not normal. No. We're like, yeah. So that's, uh, you know, I'm, I've been on tour for now like 10 years. So I feel like my fan base is, is pretty solid. A lot of people that hate me though, but that's all right. No, that's not hate. Secretly, secretly love. In order for them to hate you, they have to love you. Yeah. But, I, but I'm hating you for some reason you betrayed their love. Yeah. So that's what they believe is hate. That's facts. My pops always told me, if you got people hating on you, then you're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You're doing something yeah. right. So sure. tell us about your podcast. I only started it yesterday. Really? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. this podcast is a day old? Yeah, a day old, literally. How did the idea come to mind? Like how... Well, I feel like tennis doesn't really have. First of all, tennis doesn't really have any good podcasts, mm. and I feel like Jimmy Connors podcast. Oh yeah, Jimmy Connors, yeah. But I feel like, um, like for me, I, I, I've branched out into so many different things. Like I felt like it was only a matter of time where I wanted to do something because I have a actual interest of getting to know people's journeys, like mm. other athletes or you mm. know whatever they want to do. So I got a pretty special guest today. I don't know. Um, I don't know if he's even going to show up though. I'll be there, but. <laughs> we're, on, we're on the streets he's got a pretty sick ass necklace yeah can't miss him hey listen um, the product speaks for itself yes sir <laughs> talk your shit Mike Love you. <laughs> so what's next what, what, are, your, what are your goals you married yet, kids? Anything? Nothing. I've been in a relationship for two years oh that's so beautiful man <laughs> lucky lady you're yeah, a genius cool. how she's old cool. are you I'm 28 
Oh man, you're just ah, a kid. I my thought you, I thought you might have been thirty or something. Yeah. You're just a kid. You have so much fun. Um, but what's next for me? Yeah, look, I don't. I haven't set goals or anything. I just want to get healthy. That's my that's my first and foremost thing at the moment is just getting my body right so I get out there and I'm enjoying myself rather than fuck I'm in pain or mm-hmm. you know like I just want to be out there playing, having fun again, enjoying it. You know that's that was the key last year. Like I was every time I was playing, I was just every practice session, every time I went out there, it was like all right, I'm going to get better at this or you know try and. Rather than thinking about shit, I feel pain here, which which is hard. Do you do road work? Do I do run? Uh, I, I run a fair bit. I did some, yeah, you know, like for, for for um conditioning. Yeah, I mean, I got people running my conditioning, but you know, <laughs> um, yeah, it's more so just. I think right now I just got to. I yeah. never seen anybody run. The only person I ever saw running was in the eighties. Yvonne Linda. He started. Yeah, like, Linda, yeah. Running. I do like running on it, like running yeah. intervals and stuff. I feel like you have to for tennis. Yeah, you have play to. for five hours sometimes. For sure. What? Um, but yeah, man, that's just it right now. My goal is just to get healthy, and that's it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I feel like the kind of reputation that I have is like because I'm always joking around and having so much fun. Like people say, like he doesn't, you know, he doesn't train seriously or he doesn't like doesn't take it seriously but like I've had moments especially from like 12 to 18 those years were so crucial like I was doing like four or five hour days um and it's just I think the key to it is like realizing especially in tennis like every player is different like like training for someone may work for them but it may not work for someone else mm. and that's what I that's what I learned pretty quickly so like I just I go out on the you know practice court or training court I know what I for my game style what I have to work on and then I just I try and have fun with it as much as I can because tennis is, you'll find out pretty soon, it's pretty repetitive and it can get pretty boring really quickly. But it's like, how can you stay stimulated? How can you, you know, keep enjoying it? But I try and, I just try and have fun with it all the time. Serving tips? Don't think too much. Everyone that's Whoa. having, everyone that has problem with their serve overthinks a lot. Just step up to the line, pick a spot and then just serve. Coaching. Who, who's helped you in, in your journey? I haven't had a coach for seven years. What? Yeah, I don't. I, I coach myself. Are you serious? Yes, I promise you. Saving a lot of money. That's, that's exactly... <laughs> no, that, no that's, that's my thinking, bro. Wait, what? Yeah. No, it's not the best. You coach yourself? Yeah, they're too expensive. Like, it's like all the money I could be spending on, like, food or, like... Why would I spend it on the coach? So, so you... I'm just curious... Football, we watch a lot of film. Boxing, yeah. I know you watch a lot of film, yeah. right? You watch yeah, film, I, I, Yeah, I watch, my, I watch film and I could tell you everyone's strengths and weaknesses in the like, top 100 in the world. Like, I, I do my own research and I feel like no one else in the world knows my game better than my game, mm-hmm. like myself. And I just, I know how to play. Like, I, when I beat the best in the world at such a young age, I felt like every time I had a coach after that, I was, they weren't really helping me. Mm. It was more like... They were telling me things I didn't want to do or telling me things I didn't think really worked. And then and I was just like, fuck it. I'll just do it on my own. And all, all last year, I won 61 matches in total last year and I had no coach. No, that's amazing. Yeah. No coaching. So you've actually experienced it. You've experienced it. Yeah, I've had it. Yeah. Who? Coaches. Oh, they have like, they don't take a percentage. They just take like a, a base salary. And then like, if you do well, they take like bonuses and stuff. I'm like, not sure. For bonuses? Yep. Only thing nah. I know that. I've experienced with that. A lawyer. Nah, these coaches robbing. These are your yeah. bonuses. Yeah, but it's crazy. Like, so, like last year in the final of Wimbledon, like Novak had like a, a, a specialist coach for my serve, like studied my serve and my patterns. And I just had like just my team, just like my, my 
my physio and stuff, my coach. Do you coach other people? Uh, yeah, there are other players on tour that have reached out to me in my DMs and stuff, and I, I help them. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. So what do you think about Mum's teeth? He's awesome. He's actually here at the moment. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw him this morning. He has a nine-month-old nine, nine baby girl oh, now. Oh, you're from that Ukraine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ukraine. Exactly, yeah. We met him as well. He's awesome. Super, super nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. U.S. Open, is that is that is that uh, next goal? Yeah, that's the next big one. Which um, tournament's your favorite to play? I would probably say uh, U.S. Open or Wimbledon. Mm. Just because I feel like I go to Wimbledon, I need to stick it up to everyone there. Mm-hmm. But U.S. Open is like the atmosphere is like none other. Like last year was amazing. Like it's so much fun. Celebrities everywhere. Like some NBA players come up and it's cool. Like Michael Jordan was there one year watching Federer. It was it was sick. But you know Johnny Abrams? No, no, he's from um, North. I mean Australia. Yeah, pretty awesome guy. Yeah, but you ever met the fighter Jeff Finnick? No, I've not met many fighters. You don't fuck with nobody. Just boom. No, I, I do. I just tennis is brutal, man. There's no time to just do anything. Sure. Like now, towards the end, this is like later stages of my career where I'm able to do things like this. But when you're like 22, 23, you're just focusing on fucking next week. Like there's no downtime. So, but yeah, US Open's the next goal. Like that's if I get healthy enough. But yeah, yeah, be fun, man. Yeah, I think yeah. you will. Did you go to college? No. No. no, I turned pro when I was 17. Yeah. 17. Yeah. How'd you balance all that money, all that fame and like money at that age? Uh, I struggled. Uh, tennis in Australia is like probably the second biggest sport in there. So like... Like football in America. Yeah. Like I can't walk really outside in Australia without getting bothered. I really, I really struggled with that for a long time. Now I, I, I just don't care anymore. Like I just, yeah, I just, if I don't feel like doing it, I just tell them to fuck off. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Interesting, huh? Yeah, like I don't mind if they're nice and polite about it, but yeah. like if they're coming up to me at dinner and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. like I, I just have no time for it. Very yeah, rude, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's alright though. Like I like know, kid when kids. It's that's that's the coolest thing though. Yeah, yeah, because they're just so excited. It's cool. It's hard. I, I had this little kid in France. All he in Paris, all he did. You know the bike that you put money in to rent the bike. He would ride it all night and follow me and get pictures sent all night. Oh, it's all night. That's because they sell them. Yeah, making people's lives. Yeah, I know that. I've been doing that all my life. Yeah, feeding people that don't deserve to eat. Mm. At least not for me. So what what you gonna do next? Uh just in LA for the next week and then just rehabbing and that's it. Get the body right. Favorite place to, favorite place to play and visit. Have you been to Australia before? No, but I heard it's lit. I got to go. Yeah, you got, you definitely have to go. It's the best place in the world. It's the best place in the world. You, what do you reckon? Now, Australia, but, um, let me tell you a story. Okay. My wife wrote this play about me. No, um, undisputed. And it was, um, it was a hit. We're going all over the world doing it. It's about an hour show, hour and a half, hour fifteen minutes. Soon as I did in Australia, they went so crazy. I could only do it for like five minutes. Mm. They were just going crazy. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let me. Um, 
Explain. I'm trying to talk to. I say something about. Remember my wife robbing. I oh, fuck that bitch. Fuck out. I just can't. I couldn't talk. They they were talking like that for yeah. for for thirty minutes, and I couldn't. It, I, we just had to leave. I couldn't even do my show. It was so interactive with you. Yeah, they they're were, wild. They're wild they down crazy. there. Yeah, they're wild. wild. Then the one guy, one guy. I'm in the stage. You probably know that the stage is elevated high, and so I'm by the balcony. And the balcony is right there while they're watching me. And some guy said, hey, Mike, how you like my new clothes? Huh? And he jumps from, like, where that light is, and he, try, and he tries to jump on the stage with me. But he missed the stage and hit it with one foot, and then he went down. Oh. And everybody thought he was dead, so the whole audience started running to that, point, uh, that side and looking down. And I said, ain't these some crazy motherfuckers? Yeah, they're crazy. He has jumped out of his fucking <laughs> I know Aust- Australians party hard. Yeah. Too hard. I know they rage. Like they I did rage. a commercial for Australia before. And the girls are really hot, but they act like guys. They're really <laughs> hardcore masters. <laughs> Masculine and shit. Yo, that's so funny you said that. I swear, I, I got a story for you now. Um, <laughs> so this is, Things have to face this, this bitch, this, man. This is, this, is this is during the draft process. Um, during the draft process. And I met this kid. This is the guy I'm talking about. Mm. I, don't, I don't know his name. I, can't, I don't know why I can't remember his name. Can someone, like, type in an Australian football player for the Eagles? But um, So I'm on this professional visit, and we're at the Browns. And it's me, him, and, like, teams do through the process the draft process they're able to give you they give a certain amount of number of visits for prospects that they like so they bring you in take you around you meet all the coaches you interact they interview you they even some coaches even teach you like the playbook like they're like oh like let's see if you're smart let's see if you're smart and if you could like regurgitate this and spit it back out to me so i was there and i was on the visit with mitchell no, Jordan. Jordan Milata? Yeah. So I was on a visit with this guy, and he had this accent. I guess he used to play rugby. He used to play rugby. Oh. And I was asking, I was like, oh, how's, how's Australia? He's like, yeah, oh, they're cool. How are the girls? He said, he said, yeah, they're beautiful and all, but kind of like what Mike said, like, they're kind of kind of manly. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. That's the thing. Like, I guess, I guess I don't know. Like, they're just kind of like straight to it. They don't care. Straight shooters, man. Shaking his head for like, 30 seconds straight. So I, figured, wow. so I just had to say that. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And also, this is the Australian guy. Can you recognize him at all? Oh. He's big, though. Big Listen, hell. He's all good. those Africans migrated to Australia. The real tall guy. Oh, the way. Yeah. Where the fuck have you been at? You don't know that the immigration in Australia, they don't like that shit? No, you're not into politics, huh? No, bro. It's smart. Why well, you so smart, man? You fuck everything, right? Yeah, I'm do tennis. Uh, Anyways, well, I was on what Mike was saying. Yeah, but, I mean, look, that yeah, the people in Australia are, are wild, like wild. I walked out at Wimbledon with like this this red hat and some um, red Jordans, like to accept the Wimbledon trophy in front of the royal family. Oh, you have to wear all white. Yeah, 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 like it's with like you have to you have to wear all white. Well, you have to. I got fined like. 16,000 pounds or something. But then, yeah, I, got, I went in the interview and then it kind of blew up. Like, it went viral because I was like, I'm just not going to wear white. And that was it. Wow. Yeah. It was like the first time anyone ever wore You know how colors. to fucking piss people off, huh? Yeah, but I wore a red hat. It's not like I'm doing crazy things. If I won Wimbledon, I would probably do like a press conference in all black or something, but no, nah, crazy. But naked is insane. Yeah. yeah. Naked <laughs> is insane. I never stop talking about you to the end.
tennis. Yeah. <laughs> and the tennis. The, can, the, the queen has just caught a stroke. <laughs> nah. My God. Fuck 16 that was a long check. Huh? You, you get shit. You might get hit over there with a milli. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah. That's like, I guess, motto. I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. In tennis, I'm not even acting a certain way. It's just... Who you are. Exactly. Like, I'm not doing anything crazy. I like the basketball culture. I like, you know, just bringing that type of energy into it. And mm-hmm. that's it. It seems that it's that, that it's wrong. When you play, you leap high. You have a good... Um, what is yeah, that? serve. Like my... Yeah, leap. Like a vertical mat, yeah, vertical leap. Vertical. Yeah. No, I got a good serve. My serve's good. Yeah. You just That's the thing. You just make sure your daughter has a good serve and she's set. She does when she... Um, Put a mind to it. That's it. Fifty percent of the game serving. You hear that, Mama? Fifty percent of the giving. <laughs> you guys talk pig language in Australia, bro. I actually, I've barely spent any time there. I mean, I spent like like five, six months there because of my surgery. But yeah. apart from that, the last ten, like eight years, I've barely spent any time there. Just always traveling. Favorite place. Uh, I'll, if I if I didn't live in Australia, I'd live in the states. I'd live somewhere. Yeah. I would just go to every every basketball game. <laughs> I love it, dude. Who who inspired you the most in your journey, like your tennis journey? Um, Who's your rock? Look, I I hated the sport for so long. Like I, I really hated it. Like mm-hmm. I hated playing it. I was just good at it. So I didn't really like anyone that played the game, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I guess look, if my my mom and dad were just they were supported the whole time. Mm. Like they just, they knew that I was struggling with their motivation, hated it, but they just, they obviously saw something where they're like, we got to keep you on this straight and narrow type of thing. And that was it. If they didn't continually push me, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. See, that's why we push you. Then listen, you're going to be mad, pissed off. Next thing you know, you're on somebody's couch. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's surreal. This is good stuff. So this is your trainer right here, big buff white Yeah, guy. he trains me, and he's my physio at the moment. Yeah, yeah, baby, don't you have physio as well? Yeah. He's got a tough job, tough job. You're a psychiatrist as well, no? Yes. <laughs> because yeah, no, that's have... what you need if you're an athlete. You need somebody that's a psychiatrist, a mother, a father, a friend. It's just, he has to wear so many hats. That's true. Right? <laughs> that's it. What's next for you? My ass. Shit, baby. What we doing, baby? I'm sporting goods. I'm pro pro Tyson. I have my gloves, my shoes, my trunks and everything. We're doing all that stuff. Head back to Florida after this? Yeah, going back to Florida. What else are we doing? Um I'm the biggest pot guy in the world. What else are we doing? We're doing some movies. I have the I have the Number two movie is on um, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. And it's number two in America and number one in a bunch of other countries in Europe and Asia. Feeling it. Yeah, I really am. I'm very grateful. My wife awesome. is a big part of it. My whole family is. But if I didn't have my family, I'd be doing getting high drinking. That's that's my MO when I'm not. Um, when I don't have this. I don't have a responsibility. That's just my MO. Good. Good foundation, Mike. Very yeah. grateful. Mm-hmm. You play much tennis on there? 
fuck no. I just like to watch and support people and stuff. This has changed our whole life. I've never really, I thought tennis was a waste of time. I never knew the, um, the depth of tennis. Mm. I never knew um, how it broadened your horizon. That's why I'm so happy that my daughter's involved. Because <clears throat> it helps you grow in such a capacity that you would never have if you weren't involved. Mm. So I'm very grateful for tennis as well. It helped us as, just as much as um, we've been involved with it. It helped us a great deal. Good. What team? Well, I'm going to have to start following you, too. Yeah, I want to say. Right so you've never been to a football game? I've never been to a football game. But my brother's like a, he's like, he's like a big, big fan, and he like fantasy and all that. Like, ah. He loves it. Well, you yeah. got to go close so you can hear the hits. Yeah, like. Holy well, shit. Now I'm going to have to start following. Of course, duh. I mean. I already told Mike, he's already, uh, you know, I already invited him to the game, so definitely you should come out. I've well. been to a bunch of football games. Yeah. I've been yeah. to World Series in Miami. I've been, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Who's the hardest match? What is the hardest match you've ever had? And who was it against? Um, Hardest match? Loss or like a win or a it loss? doesn't matter. Match in general. Win, loss, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Losing like the most memorable one in the final. Because that was like everything led up to that moment. But my my most memorable win, I reckon, was I think was probably when I beat Federer for the first time. That was the most memorable. Did you for me. party after that? No, because I had to play the next day, oh, and I was nineteen, and I didn't really like. I wasn't big onto that scene yet. There were fuck. There were nights where I was like, I was in a, I was. It's like viral. I was in a pub till like four a.m. before <laughs> I played Nadal at Wimbledon one year. Yeah, uh, my my old agent had to like drag me out of the pub, but um, yeah, f- the first time I beat Federer was was probably the most memorable. They, they drug you out the um the bar to play him. What's that? They drug you out of a bar to play. Yeah, like no, like because I was just I was I needed to get some rest. I had to play Wimbledon at, at one p.m. How'd you do the? How'd you do the? I lost in a tough four set uh, battle, but yeah, I feel like getting to sleep at eleven p.m. wouldn't have hurt. No, definitely <laughs> wouldn't hurt at all. Wouldn't have hurt, but yeah. See that camera right there? Yeah. This one. It got tens that and one. tens of millions of people watching you right now. Yeah. Tell them how to get in touch with you. Oh, okay. And tell them um, how to get in touch with me. You know, my, yeah, social handles. Social handles. Social handles King Kyrgios. Uh, eyes like uh, ones one like on uh, Instagram. That's about it, man. I don't like linking up with people often. <laughs> I don't like doing much. Yeah. Like two people that I've been starstruck to like meet were Gordon Ramsay. And then you, I met Gordon uh, Gordon's Ramsay awesome. Ass. Yeah, and now you. So I'm doing. I'm Thank doing pretty you, well. Brother. Thank yeah. you. What is it about me that you wanted to? I mean, bro, you're iconic. Oh, really? Oh, shit. I wish my kids thought I was iconic. <laughs> what do you, do you want, want the world to people? know about you? Mm, I feel like my business is out there a lot already. You know, the media doesn't help with that. But I, I don't know. Uh, I, honestly, I don't really care. Has anyone given that answer before? No, I like it. Like, I don't really care. You think you like, beat Chris Eubanks? I think I would beat him, yeah. yeah. What about what about your friend Felix? Felix, he's beaten me. He's beaten me a couple of times. Yeah, but, uh, he's good. He's good too. I like. Look, there are a lot of good tennis players yeah. that are capable. But yeah, I feel like I, I don't really care to be misunderstood anymore. Like I don't really care. Everybody's misunderstood because everybody don't tell the truth on who they are. Truly, yeah. So we're all truly misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, brother, this is um, some Tyson Pro.
Thank you. The Mike Tyson collection. Appreciate it. If you're hitting bags, hitting um, bets, they'll be there. Yeah, sure. for sure. Thank you, man. Take him back to Australia. Thank you. Thank you. Some swag. Swagger. Swagger. That was another great episode of Hot Boxing. We're getting out of here. I'm Mike Tyson. Fashion Joseph Day. We got Nick Kyrgios in the building. We out of here. We're out of here. Oh.